0: All right, so Jesus said at the very end of his ministry, what did he say? Go. Who go? We go. I go. We all go. Where? To all nations. Baptizing and teaching. Who? You. Not just me. You. You go. Individually. The Great Commission is to you. And you know, bridges are so important to cities. And bridges are so important to churches and uh, communities. And we have to build bridges to our community. It's very easy for a church to get on its own little island and do its own little thing. But that is not what we're called to do. If you can imagine a world without bridges, imagine London, Paris, Rome, without the dry paths across the Thames, the the Seine, the Tiber rivers. Bridges and cities go together, but imagine churches not having bridges to the community. Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 7 says, "...seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I have carried you into exile." Pray to the Lord for it, because if it prospers, you will prosper. God has called us to impact the city to which we live. Going to all nations does not mean we have to once every five years go to Africa. We are missing it completely. We are to go to our work, to our Walmart, to our community. What good does it do for us to go change, change Africa and not have our own city changed? What good is it to go and, and help Africa if our children aren't being saved? I'm not saying don't go to Africa. I have been. I want to go back. I love what we do in Africa. But church, we've got to impact our city. We are called. We have been given authority. We are to seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which we have been carried into. Building a bridge from the church to the community, we can do it. It takes a lot of time, a lot of planning, a lot of resources. And it takes favor, it takes the Holy Spirit. Um, I have had times where schools would not let me in because of my position. Mike Mills will let me in at any time for any reason. He doesn't ask any questions. I can go and be in, in, in their lunch every day if I want. Um, it is an open door. And I want you to know the high school, Lane Ward, will let us in also. But we've got to go. What good is it when we have a leader that will let the church in, but the church won't go in? Whose fault is it? The churches. Ours. Thank you. That's even better. Take ownership. It's good. Building bridges. Why must we build bridges? Externally focused churches choose to love and serve the community community for the purpose of fulfilling Jesus' mandate to be salt and light. We have been called to be salt and light. But how can we be salt and light if we contain it in a building? If all we do is experience church when we're here, we're not salt and light. We've got to go out. It says don't put the light under the, uh, under the table. Put it up somewhere to where somebody can see it. Let your light shine. You have a light. That light is Jesus Christ. And he will shine. You are the salt of the earth, you are the light of the world. Let your light shine before men, that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. It's Matthew 5. While building bridge, even though it's not easy, building bridges brings life to churches and light to the world. You know, we look at this as, as a word outreach. And outreach can mean so many different things. It can mean going and doing something for someone. Doing works of service and support to missions going out and helping the needy, helping someone in need. Or it can even be stretched out to evangelism, winning people for the Lord. But we have to do. Outreach only happens if we do it. We have a call to move. Deuteronomy chapter 15, verse 11 says, There will always be poor people in the land. Therefore, everybody say, therefore. What's the therefore? Because there's poor people in the land. There are going to be poor people. There are going to be needy. So, what do we do with that? It says, be open handed toward your brother and toward the poor and the needy in your land. Let me ask you a question Are you open handed or are you closed handed? Be open handed. Um, I want you to know that, you know, the scriptures that we talk about tithes and offerings. Um, tithes you know bring the tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house God blesses the tithe but I want you to know God also blesses the offering he just said give and it will be given unto you press down shaking together will be running over will be poured into your bosom with the same measure that you use it will be used also give that's not necessarily tied to the tithe in fact it's also tied to forgiving it's also tied to giving mercy go read the word If you give mercy, you get mercy. If you forgive, you'll be forgiven. If you give, you'll receive. Can I encourage you? Try God. Just try His way and let Him prove Himself to be faithful. He desires to prove Himself faithful. He is going to and fro, looking over his words so that he can perform it. Yay. Proverbs 31, verse 8. Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves, for the rights of all who are destitute. Let me ask you a question. Who are you speaking for? You're speaking for something. Who is it? Let me ask you a question. What are the needs of our city? It's a pretty good thought, isn't it? What does our city need? Yes, our city needs Jesus. Yes, first and foremost. But our city has just regular needs. Our city has big needs. Uh, You know, something so fresh... I hate to even go into this, is the NFL. NFL players need to know how to, be a fam- how to be godly family men. They don't know how. They've not been taught. Men need to know how to be godly men. You know how they're going to learn? is by doing the Great Commission. Us taking what's in us and giving it to the world. You don't have to beat your child. You don't have to beat your wife. Even if your parents did it, even if you thought that's the way it was supposed to be. It's not. Man, are are y'all with me? Am I hitting a little bit too much of a worldly topic? No, quit beating your wife. What are the needs of our city? A great first step is to become uh, externally focused is to know our community. To know the people that we serve. How do we do that? Pick up the phone. Call the agencies in your area and learn about their mission. You'll be amazed to find out how many nonprofits could overlap in services provided and what services seem to be falling through the cracks. There are things that are being offered that need support. There are things that are not being offered that needs to be offered. What are they? Schools, social service agencies, clubs, associations, and other churches are a great place to start. Do you know sometimes we need to connect to another church because they have the in. We don't have to go redo it or try to do it on top of what they're doing. They're already doing it, so let's go support them. So many times churches get all mixed up. Stop. Let me ask you a question. Today's the question day. I don't know if you've noticed. I keep saying that. How do you fit? Will you say that? How do I fit? Amen. Will you bow your heads with me? Lord, how do we fit? Ask the Lord right now, God, how do I fit? How do I fit in your body? How do I fit at Church on the Hill? How do I fit at Church on the Hill and our community? God, how do I fit? Your word tells me that you will place me where I'm supposed to be. Where is that? Show me, Lord. Show me, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12. I'm going to jump around just a little bit. It says, The human body has many parts, but many parts make up the whole body. So is it with the body of Christ. But our bodies have many parts. This is verse 18. And God has put each part just where he wants it. Thank you, God. I thank you that my, uh, the, the church's success is not based on me choosing the right thing to do. God puts me where I'm supposed to be. That's a relief to me. How strange a body would be if it only had one part. Yes, there are many parts, but only one body. Verse 27, all of you together are Christ's body, and each of you is part of it. Now, I'm going to meddle just for a minute. This isn't in my notes, but I felt like the Lord gave me this this morning or yesterday. Again, I've been running a lot, and I'm telling you what, I just, when you run for a couple hours, you have a lot of time to think. And my wife will tell you, I am really having some weird thoughts. Uh, Some good, some bad, some just, you, you just have thoughts, you know, you're just running and you hit a wall sometimes and all of a sudden the whole, your whole world goes dark. And I'm like, I need a drink of water or I need a piece of gum. I need something to give me some sugar to make the sunshine come back out. But I'm thinking about this and I, we've, we've struggled sometimes with people breaking from the church and kind of going out and doing their own thing. And out of their own mouth, they say, well, we are the church. I am the church. Well, no, you're not. You've got to be connected to the body to be the church. You've got to be connected to the body to be the church. You cannot be your own little thing out here dangling and be the church. we got to be connected. Amen. So as we struggle, and let me tell you, it's easy to break from church. Sometimes the Lord moves you from your church. Don't remain isolated long Get yourself plugged back in. Remember, those that are isolated are easily picked off by the enemy. So we've got to be connected. So as you prayed, I hope you prayed and I hope you meant it, God's going to show you and he's going to help place you where you go. Where is it? Did God give you a word this morning? Sometimes I pray and the Lord tells me right away. Sometimes the Lord gives me enough to make my first step. The woman with the issue of blood. Do you remember her? Jesus was walking, and this woman had had had, had physical illness issues for years, and she made it up. She made she uh, decided in her mind, if I can just get to him, if I can just touch the hem of the garment, I will be healed. Now you know what she could have said, and I've done this. Lord, I believe I'm going to be healed if the pastor calls me out and calls me up front and lays hands on me. Or if I'm walking out that he just has a revelation and and he just prays for me. Or, God, I just pray that someone will just grab me in the pew and just know just what I need and meet my need. No, God says, you got to come to me. The woman had to push through a crowd. So much so that when she touched him, Jesus felt it and Jesus said, Whoa, power just went out of me. And the people around him said, what do you mean? There's a billion people around you pushing on you. He said, no. Someone touched me. Someone that needed me, that has faith, just moved me. So, you have to move. You are not called to warm a pew. You. You are called to plug into the body of Christ. And I want you to know it will change your life. But you have to do it. Call the church. Seek out a staff member. Seek out a deacon. Talk to your Sunday school teacher. Get in a life group and ask your life group leader. I'm telling you, our teams are eager to help put you where you need to be. Working, serving. Well, as, as I close, and we're, we're about to wrap up. Um, I'm not quite ready to close, so don't go moving yet. This is my first clothing, clothing, closing. <laughs> I don't know how many weeks I've been preaching this, but it's been a while. Connected. I don't know if y'all are sick of it. I'm not sick of it. This is good. God's trying to plug us together. But I'm telling you, they, they start to run together a little bit here. So connected to the community look at where our church, what what is going on in our church? Let's just stop and let's just get internally focused just for a minute to say, what is Church on the Hill doing? What can I be a part of that Church on the Hill is doing? Where is God at work in our church, in our people? We've got to discover what our church, our people are already involved in, from coaching Little League to serving at a shelter. Let those already involved in the community be the champions. Let's go get behind people that are just knocking home runs every single week, like Randy and Nancy Dalton. Nancy had this idea to be able to do this. We started a backpack program that kids go home with backpacks every week. We we joined with multiple churches to cover every school in Putnam County, which is happening every single week. But out out of that, she started to recognize a need of kids going home over the week, over the breaks, and not getting a backpack. So what'd she do? She moved. She didn't call me and tell me I needed to do it. She called me and said, I kind of have this idea. And I'm like, yeah, you do that. And she said, okay, I will. And we've gotten 30-something people behind you and money behind you, and look at what's happening. To be honest with you, I'd like to be able to pitch that to the entire Public school system to let other churches pick up the other schools because I believe we're still the only, church, only school doing it. Avery Trace, the only school doing that on the, on the nine weeks? In Rickman. Good. Well, at least Rickman's now being covered. But Avery Trace is one middle school out of three or four, not to mention the high schools, not to mention the elementary schools. So, what are we doing? What's Church on the Hill doing? The vision of our new building that we're building over here is building the kingdom, reaching the community. How does Church on the Hill reach the com- community with our building? Well, did you know that every Tuesday night, Teen Challenge comes into this church? Every Tuesday night, people are getting free, getting taught, and it's free. This is not the Teen Challenge people that are in his facility getting poured into. This is free for people that that aren't at that level but needing breakthrough. On top of that, they've started another program that is for families of addicts to be able to help support families to know how to deal with people in their household. That's happening in this church every Tuesday night. Great way for you to get connected to the community through Church on the Hill is be a part of that ministry. If y'all were here Wednesday night, it was just unbelievable hearing the testimonies of those Teen Challenge ladies that are there now. Who was here Wednesday night? Was that awesome? It was awesome. Uh, It so caught me off guard, and I've heard him do this over and over and over, and he had such a great message for us, Tim McLaughlin did. Also, in our church, every Wednesday night, we open up to a uh, homeschool group where, the, where about 30 or so kids come in here all day. Uh, and our church is opened up to that, uh, to that community. Um, classical conversations. Every school break, we take the food. Just last month or a month or two ago, one of our life, life groups... One of our Sunday school classes and the well, our college ministry, went to the rescue mission. Cooked food, um, ministered, kind of had a life group with those staying at the rescue mission. Now what I want you to know about that is our team did not go in there to be churchy and to require them to meet some religious standard, Our group went in to meet them. Where are you? And I think there were some probably funny things said, probably some worldly things said, and good. We are going into the world to help impact the world. Testimonies were given. People got free. People got fed. Our teams worked together. And it sounded to me like just an absolute um, breakthrough night. That's what's going on here. Connected to the community, connecting the body, connecting each other. Now, two weeks ago or three weeks ago, we had our Cough Up Your Junk yard sale. And from what I heard, it went awesome. Um, People brought in things to donate, raised money, raised money for our building program. And do you know what what didn't get sold? Got given to Teen Challenge to be sold in their thrift shop and will continue to bless them. Amen. Hey, let me just say, and please, I hope this isn't, anyway, forgive me. Don't give your stuff to Goodwill. Give it to their thrift shop. Go dump your junk at, when, it, when you're done with your yard sale, go take it to Teen Challenge and let them sell it. Uh, forgive me. I guess we won't get, whatever. I, I like Goodwill. I'm not against Goodwill, but I'm for Teen Challenge. Yeah. But our yard sale, what we did was we brought the public in, worked together as a body, raised money for the building program. People donated money and items, and in turn, sowed seed. God will bless that seed, bless Team Challenge. It was just a huge connection uh, center for our body and for the community. And it was a yard sale. And it had God all over it. Let me, uh, our disc golf course. Do y'all know we have frisbee golf out here? It's fun. Come out. We have the community out here all the time uh, playing, just random people showing up. Great. Spirit of God, fall on them. We pray that the Spirit of God would fall on these people that come up here. Well, Poplar Grove Baptist Church called up and said, hey, can our staff come and play frisbee golf? Well, yeah, if you'll give us a good tithe. No, I didn't say that. (laughs) Of course. Come out here and play. If y'all get good enough, we'll take you on. (laughs) We'll just have a throwdown out here of churches colliding. Anyway, it was good. But our church is moving in the community. Why? Because you're moving in the community. Now, let me ask you a question. That's the day. I don't do that all the time. Who hears from all good? A few of you. See if I can make this thing work. Y'all see that little dot? Who here is from Cookville? Yeah, big shout out for Cookville. Yeah, Woo-hoo. yeah, get calmed down. <laughs> Spirit breakout, but. Cook, cook, woo. Okay, Baxter. Yeah, there's Baxter. What about Monterey? Oh, always. I thought Baxter might get it, but no Monterey. All right. Monterey, did we get Monterey up there? All right. What about just Putnam County? Out in the outlying. Putnam County. Okay. Let's stretch this out just a little bit more. Who here is from White County? Yeah. What does what does yurt mean? I don't know that anyone can define it, but boy, they stand up for it like nobody's business. Yurt. You know, when you're from the South, you just kind of get along with each other, don't you? Okay. White County. What about Cumberland County? Yeah. Wasn't quite as strong as White County, but... All right. Overton County. Yeah. Look at this. And easy on the sugar. Jackson County. Well, that is so funny. Jackson County are clappers. <laughs> DeKalb County. Yeah. Now I'm going to get, I'm going to stretch out a little bit. What about Warren County? Hey, all my family's from Warren County. You know what? Whether you lived there, were born there, or you're living there now, that's okay. You're going to see where I'm going with this. Warren County, what else have I got? Um, okay, and then the surrounding counties that maybe I haven't mentioned. Let's go for uh, Van Buren. Anybody from Van Buren? Finchers County, Pickett County, Clay County. Making Holy moly thought there was a fire alarm. <laughs> Smith County. All right. Cannon County. You know, look, look what Little Church on the Hill covers. Look what we cover. Now, let's get into the schools just for a second. Who works at TTU or is a student at TTU? Awesome. TTU. All right, Putnam School System. Who works or is a student at the high school, any high school? Yeah. Woo. All right, those are our high schools. What about middle school? (laughs) Yeah, we got a. What about elementary school? Yeah, you're. I know you are. They're in children's church, but some of our teachers are. Uh, yeah, there we go. I wasn't looking over there. Sorry. Look at what we cover. Who is working in uh, public works or government agencies in our community? See up there. Come on. Where's the keys? Where's Greg Key? I know he does. We've got some. Larry Smith, absolutely in Nashville. Um, how about? Uh, in a community organization, whether spiritual or secular, for instance, Crisis Pregnancy Clinic, Teen Challenge, Mustard Seed, Samaritan's Purse, Rescue Mission, Habitat for Humanity, Genesis House, maybe some I didn't mention. Who is serving somewhere in our community? Let's go. We got to do better than that, Church on the Hill. We got we to get plugged in. Amen? Amen. But look how our city is covered. Look at what we're covering. Now, Second Corinthians chapter ten says, "We, however, will not boast beyond our proper limits, but will confine our boasting to the sphere of God, to the sphere of service God Himself has assigned us to, a sphere that also includes you. We are not going too far in our boasting, as we would be, as would be the case if we had not come to you. For we did get as far as you with the gospel of Christ. Neither do we go beyond our limits by boasting of work done by others." Our hope is that as your faith continues to grow, our sphere of activity among you will greatly expand so that, the, so that we can preach the gospel in the regions beyond you. For we do not want to boast about work already done in someone else's territory, but let the one who boasts, let the one who boasts boast in the Lord. For it is not the one who commends himself who is approved, but the one whom the Lord commends." Now, with all that said, the Lord has given you a sphere of influence. Whether it's in the schools, as teachers or as students, whether it's at TTU, whether it's at, in your community at Wyde County or Putnam County or Smith County or wherever, God has given you a sphere of influence that you don't have to be afraid to boast about to be able to go out and take that city. We have been given the authority to win our sphere of influence. And do you know who has put you there? It is the Lord who commends. It is the Lord who has placed you there. Our city, we can win our city. Church on the hill can win our city. I don't mean that we're going to have the entire city in this building. I mean we can win the city for the kingdom. That's our goal. Our goal is not necessarily, not necessarily to have the city in our building. It is to win the city for the Lord. If we win the city for the Lord, our needs as a church body will be greatly met. Over and abundantly, exceeding abundantly more than we could think or ask. The problem is we're not going. We have a sphere of influence. Ecclesiastes 4, as I close. Ecclesiastes 4, though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. This is why we are not called to be on our own. One can put a thousand to flight. Two can put 10,000 to flight. Two of my high schoolers can win that school. Our schools can turn. Our city can turn. Our nation can turn. God, church, God can still turn a nation. He never changes but He's going to do it through us. Will we go? One other thing that we're doing is we regularly contact the All Good City police and give them stuffed animals to be able to take to children when their families are being removed from them because of meth, because of inappropriate behavior. We've got to go to our city. We've got to go to our... um, firemen, our policemen, police people. um, We've got to find the need and meet it. And God will will help us meet that need with what we have right now. We don't have to have a billion dollars. We can meet the, the circle of influence that God has given us. He has already equipped us to be able to handle that. Let's go. Let's impact one person today. Let's impact someone at work tomorrow. Let's make a difference. Let's go into all nations. Can we do that? Will you connect to church on the hill? Will you connect to the body? Will you listen to the Lord and let him move you to where you are supposed to be? Let's move. Let's start right now. Y'all stand up with me and let's pray. Father, I just thank you. and I just want to ask you as I pray, is there anybody here that has never made the first connection to Jesus Christ? You may not have ever even known about this person called Jesus. Jesus has paid the price for you. He has paid the price for your sin, and your sin are are, are mistakes that you have made. Things that have gone against the will of God. Jesus has paid that price. He died on a cross for you before you ever knew anything about Him. He paid your price. All that he asks is that you would receive him, that you would receive his word, and that you would believe that he died on that cross for your sins. If you would confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that he was raised from the dead, you will be saved. Would you make that connection today, in the church body? As we've prayed to ask the Lord to move us into the right place, to show us where we're supposed to be, He is going to do His part, but we have to do our part. God, show us what the next move is and help us to make be courageous and make that move. Thank you, Lord. Put every piece into place at Church on the Hill. And Lord, let us win our city. Let us win our schools. Let us win our families. Bless us, Lord. Let us win our sphere of influence. Thank you, Lord. Bless our church. You may be here today and you may have a sickness. You may have a financial issue. Your life may be falling apart. And we want to pray with you. Those that are ministering with me, praying this morning, y'all come on down. We're just going to open up the altar to any type of prayer that you have. I just encourage you, make the first step. Step out in faith and let's see what God can do in your life as we sing.